0: But you've Talk you. radio. Listening to PGN Prophetic Grace Network. This is Nicole, your Book of Revelation research scientist. Today we are talking about secrets revealed, how to understand the Book of Revelation from start to finish. It is Thursday, November 23rd, 2023. If you are listening to the live internet broadcast, I want to say happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope that you have some good eating on schedule. We're going to eat from the word of God. Hallelujah. This program is for truth seekers, those who say I need to know what is true. The book of Revelation is the revealing the unveiling of the truth of the identity of Jesus Christ Jesus Christ the truth of the identity of Jesus Christ and the truth about his second coming We're going to focus on the dead judged prophecy, which is found in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 to 15. By the way, there are one-page basic study notes available at blogtalkradio forward slash live prophetic. One-page basic study notes for the dead judged prophecy are available for you at blogtalkradio.com forward slash live prophetic. Before we get into our, into hearing and discussing the dead judged prophecy, I want to share with you how to understand the book of Revelation from start to finish from the perspective of reading. So whenever you look at a written document, it's important to understand how it's organized. For example, if you're looking at a legal proceeding, you want to understand what the different uh, sections are. If you are looking at a novel, you want to understand where you are with respect to chapters. If you're looking at a textbook, you want to know is this a chapter summary? Is this an introduction to the chapter? Is this the table of contents that I'm looking at? Is this the index? Is this uh, an appendix? And it goes on like that. So when we talk about the book of Revelation, it's so important because it's the pinnacle work. It's the peak. It's the final book in a series of books that we call our Holy Bible. It is the book that focuses on what happens at the end of the world and after the end of the world. You say, well, how, how can the end of the world uh, be? Well, we're told in the Bible that the end of the world is coming, and indeed it is. What are we talking about? This earth Is going to wear out this earth is going to wear out the Bible says uh, like an old piece of clothing and indeed in Revelation chapters 21 and 22 we have the new earth prophecy which focuses on the new earth and the new heavens to come I want to share with you I want to share with you from First Peter chapter four, verse seven. It says, "The end of the world is coming soon. The end of the world is coming soon. Uh, now that's not something to dread or be upset about because we are going into a new earth what's What's on the new earth? On the new earth, there's no more pain, no more sorrow, no more grief, no more mourning, no more tears, no more death. It is an exciting thing. So what is the book of Revelation? Again, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7 says, The end of the world is coming soon. The book of Revelation is the revealing of Jesus Christ. It's the unveiling of Jesus Christ as Lord of all lords, king of all kings, to the world in its entirety. When you think about the world today, we have billions of people on the earth. I'm going to look up uh, right now in real time what do the experts tell us uh, the world population is right now. The Worldometer says that there are currently 8.1 billion people. But how many of those individuals understand that Jesus Christ is Lord of all lords and King of all kings? Now, certainly, the Bible is in many places, and we know that it's going to go everywhere before the end of the world comes. But at this time, how many people understand that Jesus Christ is Lord of all lords and King of all kings, we know that the percentage is less than 100. However, when Jesus Christ returns as the Lion of the tribe of Judah,
1: the reality
0: God manifests in the flesh is Jesus Christ. That reality will be known to all. So the book of Revelation is that revelation, that revealing, that unveiling, if you will, coming to the world in its entirety. So Jesus Christ will be revealed to the world in its entirety before the end of the world, which is coming soon. Now let's talk about how to understand uh, the book of Revelation, its parts. It has six parts. So let's use a textbook uh, very quickly, going back to that as an example. when You look at a textbook, you open it up, it has some publishing information, and then perhaps there's a dedication page, and then there's um, a table of contents. You open it up. To chapter one, and there might be a chapter overview. And then after the chapter overview, there's the chapter in its entirety. And then at the end, there may be some uh, exercises or questions, activities, and a chapter summary. And then all of the chapters repeat like that. And then at the end, there's an index, there are perhaps appendices, and then it ends. So if you open it up, in order to understand what you're looking at, you have to know exactly where you are in the textbook. And the book of Revelation is like that, too. It is like that, too. Uh, there are different parts in the book of Revelation, and... Um, It begins, there are six parts It begins with a preface And uh, a preface is an introduction to a book Typically stating its subject, scope, or aims According to the Oxford Languages Dictionary So let's hear the preface to the book of Revelation It appears in chapter 1, verses 1 to 8 and we're doing a brief overview of the book of revelation and then we're going right into the dead judge prophecy but uh, I felt led to share with you today this information okay so again the book of revelation has six parts the very first part is its preface and in its preface, we have an introduction to the book of Revelation where we will hear the subject of this book, uh, the scope of the book, and the aims of the book. In other words, what, what's the purpose of the book of Revelation? We get all of that when we go to Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 to 8. Okay, here it is, the preface to the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verses 1 to 8. This is a revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants the events that must soon take place. He sent an angel to present this revelation to his servant, John. Let's pause right there. So this book was presented, the information that's contained in this book was presented to John the Revelator by an angel. So the revelation comes from Jesus Christ because God gave it to him. So once Jesus received the revelation, he sent an angel to present it to John the Revelator. Then we're told, he sent an angel to present this revelation to his servant John, who faithfully reported everything he saw. Now, where does he faithfully present everything that he saw? He presents it in this book. So we're in the preface, everything after this is the report of everything he saw. This is his report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, this is interesting. It says, this is his report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. It doesn't say, this is my report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Normally, we don't write about ourselves in the third person. And we see in the rest of the book of Revelation that when John is writing, he refers to himself in the first person. But this says this is his report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. This is so interesting. We have an omniscient narrator. What do we mean by that? This preface is from God. This is his report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says, for the time is near. Then it says, this letter is from John to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace and peace to you from the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, from the sevenfold spirit before his throne, and from Jesus Christ. Now let's pause for a second. It says, this letter is from John to the seven churches in the province of Asia. So we think of the book of Revelation as a book, and we refer to it it that way. But at that time, when individuals were inspired by the Holy Spirit to generate what we now call a book in the Bible, they often refer to the book as a letter, right? So when you look at the epistles, uh, often they're referred to uh, as a letter. Okay, so here John uh, says, This letter is from John to the seven churches in the province of Asia so now we have John writing now we hear John's voice John is the narrator and he continues with grace and peace to you from the one who is who always was and who is still to come from the sevenfold spirit before his throne and from Jesus Christ he is the faithful witness to these things the first to rise from the dead and the ruler of all the kings of the world all glory to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by shedding his blood for us. He has made us a kingdom of priests for God, his Father. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so he's sharing about Jesus Christ. He's imparting grace and peace to those who will be readers of what he called a letter what we now call the book of Revelation, and uh, he's identifying uh, Jesus Christ as the ruler of the kings of the world. And then now at the very end of this preface, he says, Look, he comes with the clouds of heaven, and everyone will see him. So he, he's fast-forwarded. So this was written in our past nearly 2,000 years ago, but he has fast-forwarded in time to the second coming of Jesus Christ, which in linear time has yet to come. It hasn't happened yet. It's 2023. It hasn't happened yet, but it is soon to come. So John the Revelator has fast-forwarded in time. Why? We're in the preface. Remember that the purpose of a preface is to state the scope of a book. So this book, the, the scope of it is to focus on the second coming of Jesus Christ and what happens after his second coming. That's the scope of the book of Revelation. The the events immediately preceding specifically the great tribulation and the wrath of God, the seven final plagues, and the second coming of Jesus Christ as well as the events after. So John the Revelator here in the preface has fast-forwarded to the actual second coming, and it says, look. He comes with the clouds of heaven and everyone will see him, even those who pierced him. What's he talking about here? The whole entire world is going to know that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords. Everyone's going to see his second coming. They're not going to have to turn on uh, Al Jazeera or BBC or MSNBC or Fox News. They're going to see it because it's going to be big We'll all be able to see it. And it says, even those who pierced him, Gentiles and Israel. So Gentiles and Jews will see him. And it says, and all the nations of the world will mourn for him. Yes, amen. There will be an appreciation for the fact that Jesus died on the cross, so we're told in Zechariah that when the Jews mourn for him, they'll mourn for him like they're mourning for a firstborn son the 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 reality of what of who Jesus Christ is and what he has done will bring about a a mourning okay so finally, how does the preface end? So we heard John the Revelator fast-forwarding in time to give us the scope of the book of Revelation. And then in verse 8, we go back to our omniscient narrator. What does it mean to be omniscient? Omniscient is all-knowing. Well, who is all-knowing? Well, certainly it isn't me. And I believe it isn't you. There are things that we don't know, but there is a God in heaven, God the Father, and his son, Jesus Christ, who sits at the right throne in present heaven, and his Holy Spirit who dwells on the inside of every born-again believer. There's an omniscient God who knows everything. Okay, so let's go back to the omniscient narrator The omniscient narrator picks up in verse 8, the last verse in the preface for the book of Revelation, and says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty One. And that's how it ends that's how it ends so if we want to understand the purpose of the book of Revelation the scope of the book of Revelation this is it in a nutshell we understand that it came from from this preface eight verses only verses 1 to 8 we understand that the revelation was given from God the Father to Jesus Christ, and from Jesus Christ to an angel, and the angel presented it to John the Revelator, and now here we are at step five, you and I hearing the revelation. What was step one? God the Father has the revelation. Step two, the revelation is given to Jesus Christ. Step three, Jesus Christ Gives the revelation to an angel. Step four. The angel presents the revelation to his servant John. Maybe I should say six steps. Because really step five is John the revelator faithfully writes down everything he saw. So he wrote down everything he saw uh, faithfully. And then step six now we are reading it. Now we are reading it. We are receiving it. We're hearing it. Okay. So that was part one of the Book of Revelation. That's the preface. Now, in part two, we have two narrators again. So in parts one, parts two, part one, part two, and part six, we have two narrators. So in that way, half the book of Revelation, if you look at it in parts, parts one, two, and six, have two narrators. So we have an omniscient God and John the Revelator narrating the preface. preface, And in the introduction, we have Jesus Christ and John the Revelator. And in the conclusion, we have Jesus Christ and John the Revelator again. So we have primarily... John the revelator in the introduction which we're about to hear and then we have Jesus Christ chiming in and then in the conclusion we have more of Jesus Christ and also John the revelator okay what else about narration in these parts in part four we have only one narrator that's John's report on heaven it's John In part 5, we have only, uh, I'm sorry, let me back up. In part 3, which is the seven letters to the seven churches, we have only one narrator, Jesus Christ. 100% of part 3 of the book of Revelation is the words of Jesus Christ. So if you use a red-letter Bible where uh, in red are only the words of Jesus Christ, you'll see that chapters 2 and 3 appear all in red. Why? Why? the narrator for the third part of the book of revelation the seven letters to seven churches it's only jesus christ part four and part five we have only one narrator to john the revelator so this book is interesting uh, for many reasons but when we look at who's talking to us we see either two narrators or one narrator again Just to summarize, part one, the preface, an omniscient God and John the Revelator narrating. And part two, we're going to hear in the introduction to the book of Revelation, John the Revelator and Jesus Christ chimes in. So we have two narrators. In part three, only Jesus Christ. Only Jesus Christ narrating. Part four, John's report on heaven, chapter 4, only John the Revelator narrating. And I should say part 3, chapters 2 and 3, again, only Jesus Christ narrating. Part 4, chapter 4, only John the Revelator narrating. Part 5, this is where the angel of the Lord showed John the Revelator visions, external visions, visions external to himself, moving pictures with sound movies, movies about the future. These are documentaries about the future. We can also uh, refer to them using the language, the word prophecies. So John wrote down everything he saw. He's the only narrator for uh, part five. Those are the prophecies in the book of Revelation. Um, that's the bulk of the book of Revelation in terms of uh Number of verses And then finally again Part 6, the conclusion We have two narrators uh, Both Jesus Christ and John the Revelator So we heard the preface Let's hear the introduction So how does it all start? So we, we understand the scope of the book of Revelation And its purposes And how it came to pass Now, Now How do we arrive at Part part four because part one was God the Father has the book of Revelation. Uh, Step one, God the Father has the book of Revelation. Step two, He gives Jesus Christ receives the book of Revelation from God the Father. Step three, an angel is given uh, an angel of the Lord. Is uh, presented the revelation And is instructed to give it to John Part 4, John the step 4 John the revelator receives it um, Let's talk about that, step 4 How does John the revelator receive it? He tells us in the introduction Here it is, Revelation chapter 1, verses 9 to 16 So this is step 4 How does John the Revelator actually uh, receive the book of Revelation? He tells us, I, John, am your brother and your partner in suffering and in God's kingdom and in the patient endurance to which Jesus calls us. I was exiled to the island of Patmos for preaching the word of God and for my testimony about Jesus. So this is how it all starts for John. Right, So it starts at the beginning with God the Father, then goes to Jesus Christ, then goes to the angel. Now we're at the part where John comes in. And where is he? He's in exile in a physical location on this present earth on an island called Patmos. He was in exile because he had been preaching the word of God, and he had been testifying about the truth about Jesus Christ and his identity. Then in verse 10, he says, it was the Lord's day, and I was worshiping in the spirit. Suddenly, I heard behind me a loud voice, like a trumpet blast. It said in a book, everything you see, and send it to the seven churches in the cities of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea when i turned to see who was speaking to me i saw seven gold lampstands and standing in the middle of the lampstands was someone like the son of man he was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest his head and his hair were white like wool as white as snow and his eyes were like flames of fire his feet were like polished bronze, refined in a furnace, and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves. He held seven stars in his right hand, and in a sharp and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth. And his face was like the sun in all its brilliance. Let's pause there for a second. Uh, so we're looking at the introduction. I said verses 8 to 16. I meant to say verses 8 to 20. So we just heard verses 9 to 16. What What's happened so far? John the Revelator, while he's there on the island of Patmos, hears a voice, and the voice gives him an instruction. Now, who is this talking? He says it's someone like the Son of Man. Someone like the son of man And this person has eyes like flames of fire This is part of the description But here's how we know who John the Revelator actually saw This is how we know who he saw In verse 16 it says He held seven stars in his right hand And a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth Now the sharp two-edged sword comes from the mouth of one person. Who is it? Jesus Christ. How do we know that? Later, in the marriage supper prophecy, in Revelation chapter 19, the one who has the sharp two-edged sword extending from his mouth uses it to, he uses it to take out the enemies of God at the Battle of Armageddon. This sharp two-edged sword, sword actually is used as a weapon to take out the enemies of God at the Battle of Armageddon. And who who, uh, wields the sharp two-edged sword that extends from the mouth? If you could call uh, wielding it, uh, having it extend from the mouth, it's the one who rides the white horse. It's the one who has on his side the title King of all kings and Lord of all lords. It's the one who wears many crowns. It's Jesus Christ. So what have we learned so far in the introduction? John the Revelator had a visitation from Jesus Christ. God manifest in the flesh. And Jesus Christ spoke to him. And Jesus Christ said to him, write in a book everything you see. So this is how we arrive at the book of Revelation. So John sends seven letters to seven churches, and beyond that, there's additional information. What do we have? We have this introduction that John has written, and then we have the seven letters to seven churches where he has recorded what Jesus Christ said, and then we have his report on heaven, and then we have the visions that he's shown, and then we have the conclusion. So, again, Jesus says to John the Revelator, write in a book, Everything you see, and send it to the seven churches in the cities of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Okay, let's continue. Uh, Verses 17 to 20. Again, we're in the introduction. How does this all start for John the Revelator? He says in verse 17, When I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I died, but look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and the grave. Now, what has Jesus said to him? He's at the beginning of this incredible amazing authentic genuine supernatural experience with god he's having a supernatural experience with the son of god god manifest in the flesh jesus christ and what does jesus say to him don't be afraid and jesus said i die but look i am alive what does that mean well jesus christ died on the cross, he rose from the dead, he was buried, he rose from the dead, and then he ascended into heaven. When he ascended into present heaven where he is right now, he ascended in a physical body, an immortal physical body, a tangible body, a body that you can touch and see, a body that can consume food. He ate fish. In that new body that he dwells in right now. It's what we call a glorified body, a perfected body. I like to refer to it as a peak performance body, a hundred percent DNA error free body, a body that will never ever die. So Jesus tells him, I am alive forever. What does that mean he's alive? He's three in one. He's in he's his He's inhabiting a physical, tangible body. And he says, I am alive forever and ever. When an individual puts on a glorified, perfected, peak performance body, which happens at the time of the first resurrection, that individual from that point forward is alive forever and ever. Alive how? Alive three in one, body, spirit, and soul dwelling in an immortal, perfected, peak performance, glorified body. And Jesus says, and I hold the keys of death and the grave. Then he says to John, write down what you have seen, both the things that are now happening and the things that will happen. Let's pause there. The things that are now happening – Those are the things that John was experiencing right in that moment and the things that were happening now in the time of the seven churches that existed on the earth at that time. So right now it's 2023. The things that are now happening are now happening in 2023 in in this time period. There were things in that time period that were now happening. They're in our past but they were now happening at the time John the revelator was alive in a mortal body and writing this so Jesus tells them um two things write down what you have seen both so here's thing number 1 the things that are now happening and here's thing number 2 and the things that will happen the things that will happen okay so Part three of the book of Revelation, seven letters to seven churches, most of that were things that are now happening. Most of it. Most of it. Chapter four, John's report on heaven, things that were now happening, exactly what John the Revelator saw when he was called up to heaven. But the second part of what Jesus told John the Revelator to write down, uh, the things that will happen Those are the prophecies. Those were the documentaries that the angel showed John the Revelator when he was called up to heaven. So chapters 5, verse 1 to verse 5 of chapter 22, that's all of the second part of what John was instructed to do, which is what? to write down the things that will happen. So what we're going to hear today is one of the 12 visions John the Revelator was shown about things that will happen. Finally, Jesus says to him at the beginning of John's supernatural experience, this is the meaning of the seven stars you saw in my right hand in the seven gold lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches all right there you heard it verses 9 to 20 of chapter 1 that's the introduction to the book of revelation so if you are in how do you make sense of all this you you want to read the word of god you want to understand it you need to know where you are so you open the book of revelation and you're at verse 12 of chapter 1 you say that's the introduction that's the Formal introduction to the, the book of Revelation, that's where John, the Revelator, is telling us how it all started for him. His, the beginning of his journey of experiencing the events that he subsequently wrote down, the events that he had with his supernatural experiences with Jesus Christ and supernatural experiences with the angel of the Lord and the supernatural experiences he had in heaven. Okay, now you open up the book of Revelation, and you're in Chapter 2, or you're in Chapter 3. You know that you're in Part 3, Seven Letters to Seven Churches. That's where things that, for the most part, are now happening. What does that mean? Things that were now happening for John the Revelator things that were happening with the seven churches that existed on this present earth at that time. So that's in our past. That's in our past. You open up the book of Revelation, and you're in chapter 4, any place in chapter 4. Chapter 4 is part 4, John's report on heaven. John's report on heaven. So if you were caught up to heaven, if you were able to... If you were able to go to heaven through uh scientific uh through technology let's say that there was um there was a travel device that you could get in that could go fast and far so that you could actually travel to present heaven what would you see once you got there and you opened up the door uh, to walk on to walk onto the surface, what would you see? Well, John the Revelator tells us exactly that. He tells us what he saw when he was uh, transported to heaven. Now think about this. People exist above the earth in heaven on the earth and under the earth in Hades. John the Revelator mostly was on the earth, but he had this experience where he was above the earth, where he was in present heaven. Well, he tells us exactly what he saw when he arrived in present heaven. So if you're in chapter four, You're not looking at the future. You're looking at the past. You're looking at exactly what John the Revelator saw when he was in heaven. Now, let's say you're in chapter 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. If you're in any of those chapters you're actually reading a description of a vision that John the Revelator was shown when he was called up to heaven. So he was shown external visions to himself, external visions with sound, moving pictures with sound. He was shown things to come. He was shown documentaries. Documentaries about the events leading up to the end of the world and the second coming of uh, the end of the governments of men, the second coming of Jesus Christ, and the beginning of the government of Jesus Christ on this present earth, as well as the transition to the new earth to come. So, He was shown some very exciting things he was shown by my analysis my perception is that he was shown 12 documentaries all in a row and he he wrote them down exactly as he saw them he was shown one after the other some years ago uh, let me stay let me stay with my current thought so that's what he was shown so if you're in if you open the book of Revelation or you're listening to the book of Revelation and you hear chapter 5, chapter 6, any chapter between uh including chapters 5 to 21 as well as verses 1 to 5 of chapter 22, you're you're hearing about one of the documentaries, one of the prophecies if you will. So we can use those words interchangeably. So John the revelator was shown visions. What were these visions? They were Documentaries about the future. We we refer to those as prophecies. So uh, realities, future realities from the Word of God, provided in the Word of God are prophecies. So John the Revelator was shown these prophecies in the form of visions. He actually got to see these events in the future. He say, "Well, how's that possible? Time." Past, present, and future, time is a construct that exists within an omniscient God. So these events are in our future, but they have already happened for God the Father. They have already happened for God the Father, yet they are in our future. Okay. What if you're in chapter 22? If you're in chapter 22, verses... Six To 21 You're in the conclusion Now Let us hear Let us hear John's report on heaven And then we're going to hear After John's report on heaven One of The documentaries that he saw So let's hear John's report on heaven That's part four of the book of Revelation What did he actually see so he has this supernatural experience. We heard about it in the introduction. Jesus Christ, he has a visitation from Jesus Christ and Jesus gives him an instruction. He he actually gets to see Jesus. How amazing. Jesus has some interesting things to share with him. Then in chapters 2 and 3, Jesus had many things to say. Uh, About what was happening now With the seven churches at that time That's in chapters 2 and 3 After that So Jesus is talking a lot About what's happening now After that it was time for next steps Time for next steps So John the Revelator was told, told Write down everything that's happening now And the things to come So After Chapter 3, we're getting to the things to come. In order for John the Revelator to write about the things to come, he had to see the things to come. He had to actually see the things to come. Well, where does he see the things to come? How does he learn about them? Well, he was taken to what is perhaps the best movie theater that has ever existed he was taken to heaven now, I happen to like you know here where I live um on the East Coast, there's a movie theater called rio um a m c has these nice reclined seats. I really, really like it uh, We go there a lot um, but I'm gonna guess that John the Revelator had an experience that surpasses even that now. He was called up to heaven, and he was shown some movies uh let's hear exactly what happens with that, so he's called up to heaven we're not going to hear about the movies he was shown, the visions shown to him by the angel of the Lord until chapter five, but let's hear about the second part of his supernatural experience he's received everything he needs to to document as Jesus instructed him what's happening now but he has not yet received what he needs to document what will happen so this is when John the revelator is about to receive the information he needs to document what will happen to things that will happen the things to come so this is how that all happens Chapter 4, John's report on heaven, part 4 of the book of Revelation. John says, Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same voice I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, Come up here, and I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly I was in the spirit, and I saw a throne in heaven, And someone sitting on it, the one sitting on the throne, was as brilliant as gemstones, like jasper and carnelian. And the glow of an emerald circled his throne like a rainbow. Twenty-four thrones surrounded him, and twenty-four elders sat on him. They were all clothed in white and had gold crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning and the rumble of thunder. And in front of the throne were seven torches with burning flames. This is the sevenfold spirit of God. In front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass, sparkling like crystal. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes, front and back. The first of these living beings was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a human face, and the fourth was like an eagle in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings, and their wings were covered all over with eyes, inside and out day after day and night after night they keep on saying holy 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 is the lord god the almighty the one who always was who is and who is still to come whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne the one who lives forever and ever the 24 elders fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne the one who lives forever and ever and they laid their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. That is John's report on heaven, chapter 4. So that's what he saw, really interesting things. That. That's what he saw when he arrived in heaven. Now, did he go uh, many locations in heaven? I don't know. He tells us specifically about what he saw here. Uh, The next thing after this, let me summarize. He was in one location in heaven. And this is a location where the one who lives forever and ever, God the Father, was sitting on the throne. And he describes uh, the throne room in heaven and who all was in there and what folks were wearing and um, what folks were saying and doing. Okay, so no prophecies there at all. That's those. That was the things that were happening now at that time. Now it's time for us to get to the dead judge prophecy. John the Revelator. After this, he doesn't talk about the the what's happening physically in heaven and who all is doing what. From this point forward, beginning with chapter five, he goes. Into putting in words The visions The external visions To himself that he saw The first Vision he was shown The seven seals documentary The second vision The angel showed him The seven trumpets Documentary Now the seven seals documentary Chapter 5 verses 1 To verse 1 of chapter 8 The Seven Trumpets documentary takes right up verse 2 of chapter 8 all the way to the end of chapter 11. The third vision the angel of the Lord showed John the Revelator was the 1,260 days documentary. The fourth vision the angel of the Lord showed him was the 666 antichrist documentary, Revelation chapter 13. The fifth vision that the angel of the Lord showed John the Revelator is the one hundred forty four thousand first fruits documentary, verses one to five of chapter fourteen. The sixth documentary John the Revelator was shown is the earth reaped documentary. That's the sixth vision John the Revelator was shown. And it's in Revelation chapter fourteen verses Verses 6 to 20 The seventh vision The angel of the Lord Showed John the Revelator Was the seven plagues documentary Chapters 15 and 16 Of the book of Revelation The eighth vision The angel of the Lord Showed John the Revelator Is the purple and scarlet documentary Chapters 17 and 18 As well as uh, verses one to five of chapter nineteen. The ninth vision, the angel of the Lord showed John the Revelator, is the marriage supper documentary, Revelation chapters uh, chapter nineteen verses six to twenty-one. The tenth vision, the angel of the Lord showed John the Revelator is the Millennial Reign documentary, verses 1 to 10 of chapter 20, and that brings us to what we're going to talk about right now. The 11th, the 11th, we are here finally. The 11th vision shown to John the Revelator by the angel of the Lord is the dead judge documentary. Where are we in time? So this is things to come. So the Battle of Armageddon has happened. That was described several places in the book of Revelation, but in most detail, Revelation chapter 19, the Marriage Supper prophecy. Then Jesus Christ rules and reigns for a thousand years after winning the Battle of Armageddon. Rules and reigns where? Here on the present earth. The thousand years has come to an end. The Antichrist, the false prophet, and Satan have already been thrown into the lake of fire. They've been destroyed. Now, the dead judge prophecy, is time for the final two enemies of God to be destroyed. Here is the 11th documentary shown by the angel of the Lord to John the Revelator, verses 11 to 15 of chapter 20, the dead judge documentary. Here it is. And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it. The earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne, and the books were opened, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The seed gave up its dead, and death and the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. Then death And the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death. And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. That is the dead judge prophecy in its entirety. It's followed by the new earth documentary. That's the 12th vision that the angel of the Lord showed John the Revelator. And finally, we have the conclusion, uh, chapter 22, verse 6 until the end. That's the conclusion of the book of Revelation. In this dead judged prophecy, we heard the reality that all whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life, they will stand before God the Father who will sit on a great throne. God the Father will sit on a great white throne great white throne this is the great white throne judgment it's the final judgment it's the final judgment before what before the end of the world what's the end of the world the end of the world is when this earth wears out when it goes through a holy fire and we transition to a new earth in the same way that every believer will transition to a an immortal body a a perfected, glorified body. This earth is going to transition to a new earth, a perfected earth, a glorified earth. The new earth is coming. Make sure your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life so that you will be authorized and permitted to transition with me and with us and with Jesus Christ to the new earth where we will rule and reign as members of the royal race forever and ever. Friend and truth seeker, I declare and decree, according to Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, that you are blessed because you have heard the words of prophecy from the book of Revelation today. I pray that you will obey the instructions in the book of Revelation. Thank you for being with me and with us. Until next time, friend, God bless you.